the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. I wanted to wish Arthur Idala congratulations on his 100th show week. It's the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Love you, man. I've got you under my skin. I've got you deep in the heart of me. So deep in my heart. That you're really a part of me. Well, that was a pleasant surprise from Joe Piscopo, Uncle Joe, Cousin Joe, Brother Joe, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he's the one who kind of got me into all this mess initially. It was uh, him and Frank Morano and Al Gattulo and Sibelia. But, of course, the man behind uh, behind it all was Jerry Crowley. A little bit of throw a little Phil Boyce in there. But uh, I appreciate it. This is uh, the end of the fun show for the week. Tomorrow's going to be a um, a working show. We're going to do all four uh, gubernatorial candidates on the Republican primary. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I, I, first of all, Sam Molino's not here, so I have Alex, who's hey, my main okay. man. How are you, Alex? And I'm Alex, i got to well. tell you something. You know what you do anytime you fill in? That's very nice, Alex. You always wish me good luck, and you tell me I have a good show. You know, Sam Bellino, he just throws me out. I'm on a cliff. I'm hanging off a cliff with that, with, with Sam Bellino. You're you're there to, to to help me out, Alex. Thank you very much. And uh, you have uh, another special guest in the studio that you didn't know about, but uh, who's here? Well, Arthur, it's Joe Sebelia here. Hey, the, the great one. The great one. My dedication to Joe knows no bounds, which is why I'm still here. I just finished booking the Blockbuster show for tomorrow. But before I went home for the day and started on next week's shows, I just want to say congratulations on uh, your big 100th show week. Uh, your uh, show has uh, really blossomed and uh, grown into something great uh, from an already auspicious beginning. And I, I just want to wish you nothing but continued success in uh, in your radio endeavors, Arthur. Well, let me tell you something, Joe. All kidding aside, you've been a very big inspiration. You've been a help. I know you're a very young man, but you're you're a big veteran in the world of radio. You really are. Uh, to have <laughs> no, you are to have such a prestigious position. I mean, look. All kidding aside, Joe, you are the executive producer of one of the top morning shows in the United States of America. I mean, that's a big deal, bro. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm very fortunate to know Joe and to know people like you and Jerry well, it's Crowley. Crowley. It's Crowley. It's all Crowley. It's, it's all Crowley. You're right. You know, if, you, if you kiss the ring. <laughs> the living you know, legend. 
the living land. Now, who's in town, I believe, correct? Yes, he is. He's, uh, right, he's around right. here somewhere. So. All right. Elvis has left the building, but Jerry Crowley hasn't. So <laughs> you're, you're getting a big dose of the AM970 family, and it's a beautiful family. It's a wonderful family. Um, I am flying high right now. For a couple of reasons, two reasons. Um, I was a stress ball <laughs> all week, and but I, I'm going to give myself, I'm going to give myself a little, uh, cut out myself a little slack. On Monday, I had to argue in federal court, the Southern District of New York, which is allegedly the most prestigious court in the land in terms of a district court, in terms of a trial court. And I had to argue on behalf of Alan Dershowitz, who's, you know, amongst the greatest ever in, of lawyers. So when he hires me to be his lawyer, to be his advocate, I think those of you who are listening can sense the pressure. Then on Tuesday, so that was Monday, so that's where I spent my weekend. Joan, why are you so clumsy with the headphones? Is it so hard? Can I tell you something? When Brooke used the headphones, she, you know what she did? She just put them right on the phone. Yeah, you're getting like like Brooke the intern. Right, I know, thank you. Oh, Alex even has it queued up. Alex Knight. I know, Brooke's not here and Joni is. So we love you, Joan Pelzer. Thank you for all your hard work. And over the 103 or four shows, Joan has definitely grown into the job and has made my life a lot, a lot easier. So the reason why I'm flying high, I'm, I'm, I'm a combination of like flying high emotionally, slightly physically exhausted. And I, I know this is not supposed to be the AAA show all about Arthur, but we got great guests coming up. We have Harry Wilson, who's the last gubernatorial candidate for us to interview. We have Frank Sedio, who is a political genius amongst political geniuses. He's the man. And then at the end, we have the ever, ever brilliant and lovely and charismatic Carol Alt. So stay tuned for this Thursday edition of the Author Idola Power Hour. But <clears throat> getting back to where I was, all weekend I studied for the Monday argument. And a friend of mine, Dr. Dawn Hughes, watching me do my thing, she told me a while ago, Arthur, you can't divide your energies. You have to focus on one major issue at a time, which I try to do. But, you know, in today's day and age with the phones and the emails and the texting, it's rough to just focus on one thing at a time. But the weekend I focused on Dershowitz. Then, uh, but that was over by like 11 o'clock, 1130 Monday morning. So the remainder of Monday and Tuesday morning, I focused on the homicide uh, arguments I needed to make in the murder trial in Brooklyn, Supreme Court murder case. Again, not a forum for the faint of heart. And then basically all day yesterday, well, Tuesday night, I think I stayed here until 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, and yeah, definitely. And then last night, it was amazing. So, and then I, I read the briefs all day that I had to argue today in the Appellate Division First Department, which again is one of the most prestige, prestigious courthouses in the land. Um, and you have to do a lot of reading, like hundreds of pages of reading. And that is not my strong suit. I could do hundreds of pages of talking, but hundreds of pages of reading. And it's not like you're reading, you know, you know Tom Sawyer. Uh, or a John Grisham book. It's like heavy-duty stuff. Uh, and uh, the pressure, I remember saying Monday morning, looking in the mirror and saying, boy, when Thursday night comes after that appellate division argument, I am going to feel real good. Um, and but it's, and so I just came back. I mean, I walked into my office about 15 minutes ago from the appellate division. I was afraid I was going to be late. I was calling these guys at the studio, preparing to, for someone else to fill in for me for a couple of minutes. Um Apparently, my argument this afternoon went pretty well. I, we have not gotten a decision yet. It's on a very high-profile case that most of you know about, and I try to balance to not talk about the cases too much, but tell you that I'm working on stuff that's pretty interesting. Um, and, and maybe after we get the decision, we'll talk about it, but we're not going to talk about it now. But it was a high-profile case, <clears throat> and I was in front of 
actually four judges, and they were, um, you know, they peppered me with a lot of questions. It's not like a summation to a jury where everyone's silent and you're just making your case. Here, no, Joan, the other way. No, Joan, like this, like, like, like this. Like, yes, yes, like, no, on the phone itself, yes. Lino, you see what I'm trying to do? You know where the microphone is on the phone? You know, sometimes Joan is just a little out there. I'm trying to get her so you guys can hear this. But Lino's, Lino's going to take care of it. Um, so I'm, I'm in the appellate division. My buddy Johnny Esposito, my partner, friend, he's, uh, he's there with me, even though he wasn't allowed to be. We snuck in. And um, I argued. I argued not for long. I think it was like 10 minutes. And then my adversary goes, and I argued for two or three minutes at rebuttal. And it's, you know, it's, so I really say 13 minutes, 14 minutes. I must have prepared for those 14 minutes without exaggerating, at least 10 hours for those 14 minutes, maybe more, probably more. Um, but I did play hooky last night. I went to go see the new J-Lo flick, Halftime. It's the Netflix documentary. And um, it was good, but it was at a special premiere with her, with J-Lo. Yes, J-Lo, she was like three rows in front of me. Um, and it's a good flick. It's, it, I would have loved to have seen a little bit more about her life, Jennifer Lopez, then it was really focused on the halftime show of the Super Bowl, and they juxtaposed it like she didn't get the Oscar nomination. Um, so, um, I but I, I squeezed that in, and then I came back to the office last night at 11 o'clock, and I worked until 1, 1.30. And this morning was Arthur Idola III's happening from kindergarten, and we had such a great time. I was so proud. They started with the Pledge of Allegiance, Hail Mary. They sang New York, New York, and they sang a song in Italian. So I am flying high. Is there someone on the phone for me, Alex? There is. There is, actually. Who am I supposed to say hello to? Or who's saying hello to me, I should Hi. say? Hello, it's Arthur Idola. All right, it's Imran. Oh. <laughs> Imran, you're on the radio tonight, right? Yeah, I'm following you with, with Kevin McCullough, but that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to wish you uh, a very happy, con- big congrats. 100 shows, you're killing it. Uh, 100 shows of excellence from my brother from another mother, Arthur Idala. So just giving you a little call to, to show some love and... Uh, let you know that, you know, everyone massively proud of you when you when you brought this concept home to the firm. We were all like, how's he going to do it? How's he going to do it? You know, uh, you know, you, you everyone knows that you are full. Uh, all systems go with the legal work at our firm, managing our firm, bringing in all, uh, you know, bringing, bringing in business in our firm. You got a family uh, at home, the kids. And how are you going to do it? A, a radio show live every night. But there was not a, a scintilla of doubt for me because you are you, you, you put us all to shame with your energy and you're killing it on the radio. We love listening to you uh, every single night live. And, uh, you know, you know, I love you, man. And I just want to say a big congrats. And here's the deal, everyone. You're, you're home right now, right? Because you had a like, child thing going on. I did. I, I bounced. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, in yeah. Manhattan. I, oh, uh, listen, let me just cut you off because yeah. I, I, Alex, I'm so happy you're not around here because tonight is one of those nights, dude. I would love for us to go out and just it's the St. Jude's fundraiser. We would start there and then who knows where the night would end. But uh, <laughs> it's better that you're there. It's safer because Imran and I, when we go out together, you know, Imran at ABK, you know, what we do. We don't just work hard, we play hard. Yeah! All right, folks, we're going to come back with uh, gubernatorial candidate Harry Wilson, who we're going to find out is from Greek origin, and we'll listen to the police. Thanks, Alex. We'll be right back.
Arthur Idala here, attorney at law, and I can tell you that planning for the future is important. Protecting you and your family is essential. If you're not around to make decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. A will, a trust, a power of attorney, a health care proxy, a living will, your overall estate plan. Attend a Connors & Sullivan free seminar, and you will have all of your questions answered by Mike Connors himself. Monday, June 27th at Buckley's Inn Marine Park at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Tuesday, June 28th at Conley's Corner in Maspeth at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Wednesday, June 29th at the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And Thursday, June 30th at the Adria Hotel in Bayside at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. If you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. And remember, folks, as Mike Connors always says, the big biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Looking for advice on that new place you call home? Tune into the one and only Eye on Real Estate. It's a seller's market right now, so let Dottie and her team of experts help you navigate the tricky waters of real estate. Dottie even has the scoop on celebrity real estate. Tune in every Saturday as Citizens Bank Senior Vice President Ace joins Dottie and offers listeners free advice on the mortgage process. Join in every Saturday morning at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for calm. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call State could definitely use an angel. Uh, and Harry Wilson is one of the candidates for governor in the Republican primary. And he wants to be the angel to take care of the citizens of the state of New York. And he's here on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour to tell us why he would be the best governor for the state of New York. 
2023, January 1, 2023. Welcome to the show, Harry Wilson. It's Arthur Idala. How are you, sir? Thank you, Arthur. It's great to be with you. Well, Harry, I, uh, I've been following your career. I, I know uh, in 2010, you ran unopposed for the nomination for uh, New York State Controller on the Republican ticket. And you received the endorsement of the New York Times, the New York Post, typically not on the same page, and the Daily News. And I believe, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong, I believe this was the first time uh, that that happened, that a Republican candidate candidate got all three big newspapers since uh, 1976, uh, that a a challenger, I should say, got all three uh, endorsements since 1976. Am I correct in uh, my my research and my history? (laughs) Your your research is impressive. That's exactly right. It's the um, the only time all three New York City Daily supported a challenger since 1976. That was Daniel Patrick Moynihan, obviously a Democrat, and I don't think in my lifetime they've ever done it for a Republican challenger. And now you, those- you 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 didn't win, right? You lost to uh, Mr. Uh, DiNapoli, correct? The current uh, controller. Yes. And, yeah, so it was okay. the closest any Republican has come to winning statewide in the last twenty years by a long shot. I lost by four. The second closest lost by thirteen. So in other words, no one else has come close. And, you know, and as what I was going to say, in addition to the three New York City daily endorsements, I also had almost every newspaper in the state endorse me. And people said, how do you do that as a conservative Republican? How do you get all these newspapers to support you? And the answer was the same reason what we almost won is we are very different. We're not politicians. You know, I'm, I'm a career business guy who spent 30 years at the highest levels of American business fixing broken companies. And I ran for controller in 2010, and I'm running for governor today for the exact same reason. I used that skill set to fix this state for the 20 million New Yorkers who are suffering under mismanagement from Albany. Uh, and that's a fundamentally different proposal from anybody else running. And that's why people from across uh, different parts of the aisle uh, have supported me in the past, because even though they may not agree with me on everything, they know I will deliver for their families. Well, let's talk a little bit about Harry Wilson, um, the, the individual. Harry, where did you grow up? I grew up in a small town in upstate New York, Johnstown, New York. It's about an hour northwest of Albany. My dad was born there to two Greek immigrants who changed their name to Wilson at Ellis Island. And then my mom came there from Greece 11 months before I was born. Um, she didn't speak a word of English, so we only spoke Greek at home. And I didn't learn English until nursery school. Uh, so you're Greek? My, yes. Oh, my God, Wilson. Wilson. I mean, we could have done a little bit better than Wilson. I mean, I'm surrounded with I'm surrounded with Hatsimemos, Kapitanakis, Patalidis. I mean, you know, Wilson. Okay, now now I know where the Harry comes from. All three of those names are friends of mine. If if it's if it's Eric, Charles and Jim. Um, There you go. Those are all those are all three very good friends of mine as well. Um, Yeah. And and you you went to a couple of decent schools there. There's that one that begins with an H, right? <laughs> I, was, you know, I was the first of my family to go to college. I went to Harvard and Harvard Business School. Uh, and, you know, obviously heavy financial aid, lots of scholarships, worked my way through. You know, my dad was a bartender, so it wasn't exactly enough uh, income to pay for Harvard. But I did everything from clean bathrooms to drive the shuttle bus to anything, anything I needed to do to pay the bills and, and reduce the burden on my parents were, were amazing. And, so I was, and I was, just tell us that, well, that, that that's amazing, and I, I love these stories. Um, you know, I was blessed to, I, you know, my father and mother both were edu- highly educated, and you know, laid the groundwork for me and my sister. Tell me a little bit about um, your business. You know, you said you've been fixing companies. What what does that mean? And let me know when you want to come to my law firm because I'm sure there's a lot of fixing you could do here as well. But go ahead, t- <laughs> tell us what you do, Harry. <laughs> Sure. So, so I come into companies that are in or near bankruptcy that have not been able to solve their problems, usually victims of mismanagement by senior leadership, uh, and usually about to run out of cash. 
and I come in to basically fix the company and make it uh, profitable and successful again. And it's it's really a deep dive in, in everything that the company is doing wrong and focusing on what's the value proposition for the customer to make sure that we deliver real value at a reasonable cost for, for our customers. And that's exactly the approach I would take with New York State, um, is to go in and say, we, you know, we spend over $220 billion a year in our state budget. It is, it is so far out of whack with any other state in the country. We spend far more per capita than even California or Massachusetts. That's how far back we are. And that's why we're the highest tax burden in the country, is because we have politicians at all that spend like drunken sailors. And so my focus, and by the way, despite that spending, we have bad results. We have third quartile schools. We have public health at the bottom of the barrel. It's a total lose-lose for taxpayers. And I believe in win-win. I believe in kind of delivering higher quality services at a lower cost. And people say to me, how do you do that? Well, 49 other states do it today. And that's exactly the skill set that I've done in the private sector where I say, for the company that I come in to fix that's failing, I look at who's the best competitor in the world at at what we do. And in in New York, we've got 49 other states to do a better job, so we look to all of them and say, how do we close the gap between what they do so much better than we do as quickly as possible? And we have done it in companies ranging from General Motors to Yahoo to Sotheby's to the biggest trucking company in the country, the biggest nursing home chain in the country, a long list of companies who've saved hundreds of thousands of American jobs over the course of my career. Awesome. We uh, you know, look at the best-in-class competitor, and that's what we need to do in New York. And that process of reorienting with an iron will and, and laser focus around what's best for the customer, which in this case is the taxpayers and voters of New York State, really and lens ends, uh, ends up leading to lots of bureaucracy, waste, and mismanagement being stripped away and uh, really investing in things that really matter for people, which is schools, public safety, uh, a good job environment, business environment, uh, public health, all the things that we care about in, in infrastructure and worry about as New Yorkers that we're actually neglecting because we're doing such a poor job across the board. So, uh, Harry, you, you also worked in, in federal government. You worked at the Treasury Department for many years. <clears throat> Is there a lot of crossover in the skill set, that, that the skills and, and the experience you have in the Treasury Department and working for the feds and bringing that into New York State where you have a tremendous budget that you oversee? Sure. Well, I only came into Treasury for less than six months, and that was on a special project to save the auto industry. And so I was, you know, I was. Oh, really? Uh, I, I apologize. Like, See, that research was wrong, so don't give me so many credits. Uh, so much, <laughs> so much credit. Oh, and, oh, so that you were there, you were there when the, the poop was hitting the fan, and, and you were yeah. involved with and that's uh, why. That's, Chrysler and Ford and GM. Exactly. And if you remember, and I'm sure you remember, we were on the verge of a second Great Depression. Um, TARP had been passed. The uh, Bush administration made investments in banks and autos. Uh, then the Obama administration was was uh, inaugurated, and we in March 2009 was the bottom of the stock market when you know we, you know the stock market had fallen I don't know 70 percent or something like that, and it was a complete disaster. And so I volunteered my services of fixing broken companies to the Treasury Department to help them fix the auto sector. And at that point, as you remember, a lot of people said that General Motors specifically could never be fixed. It had been shrinking for 55 years. They've been flirting with bankruptcy for 20 years, uh, and at that point, it was losing $4 billion a month, and all of that was wow. being paid for by the U.S. taxpayer. And I said, no, these can be fixed. Just no one's been willing to make the tough decisions around serving the customer and reorienting the business uh, to, to, to be successful. And so we rejected the plan that management had, which was insufficient. The company would have gone bankrupt again within two years. Uh, and we worked with them to build a new plan that was the foundation for their success. So by the time we were done in August of 2009, five months later, uh, the company was profitable. And it has had record profits ever since. It's had the best 
13-year run in the last half century. That's and, fantastic. As, as an American, as an American, thank you. As a car lover, thank you. Um, and I, look, Harry, obviously you have the the experience to to know how to run and fix big things. So why is um, you know we've interviewed interviewed Lee Zeldin and Andrew Giuliani and Rob Astorino. Uh, you know why is Lee Zeldin walking around and you know like he is the presumptive. Uh, winner of the Republican primary and tell us uh, why, you know, that's just not accurate. <laughs> well, uh, sadly, a lot of things that Mr. Zeldin says are not true. Uh, but the only things that matter are what Republican primary voters say on June 28th. And for those folks, I have, you know, kind of a two-part, two, two questions. The first that I think that we all need to answer as Republican primary voters is who has the skill set to be the transformational governor we desperately need? We do not need someone who's just going to manage the decline. We do not need just someone who's just going to say no to the other side. We need someone who actually has the skills, talent, and the guts to fix the most broken state government in the country. And then secondly, for Republicans specifically, we need someone who can win. And who can win? And Mr. Zeldin has never won crossover support in any of his years running as a career politician. Never done it. Uh, I'm the only person who's run statewide and come close to winning. Again, the second closest was a 13-point loss. So I believe I'm best positioned to win in November because I've had the proven success of being able to attract bipartisan support statewide, even though I ran the most fiscally conservative platform in my lifetime. And it's because what I had, what happened to me, uh, Arthur, in, in that race is I had a lot of independents and Democrats come up to me and say, listen, I don't necessarily agree with uh, a lot of what you're saying, but I do believe you will make a huge difference for my family and make this state a better place. And I'm willing to, to cross party lines and support you despite our disagreements. And that was, you know, humbling. It was a great vote of confidence. But that's the kind of person we need as Republicans to be able to win someone who can appeal more broadly uh, and has the skills to actually succeed. Hi, Harry, you know, I, I'm convinced. <laughs> I, and now I know why our, uh, our mutual friend uh, Frank is uh, such a fan of yours. Uh, thanks okay. for finding the time. I know how busy you guys are. Good luck. You got 20-something days left, and uh, I'm sure you're going to be hitting it hard. Uh, and we'll see uh, what, what, the, what the voters say on June the 28th. Thank you so much, Arthur. It's great to talk to you. Thanks for uh, thanks for all right, and and take care of that family. And I I know you have four beautiful daughters, and uh, yes. I'm sure they're missing their dad a little bit while you're out on the campaign trail. But I, I know you'll make it up to them. That that's been the hardest part, but we you know we're trying we're all working to try and make the state better. And uh, my family's been incredibly supportive, which I'm really grateful for. Wonderful. All right, folks, that's Harry Wilson on, and that what a fake name that is for a great Greek kid. But all right, I won't hold that part against you. It wasn't it wasn't your choice. Harry Wilson on the author I Dollar Power Hour. We'll be right back. On the Hudson River line. I'm in a New York state of mind. Hi, Kevin McCullough. We finally have a decision out of congressional race uh, CD5 in the Republican primary there. The winner shall join me at the top of the show. Plus, Imran Ansari joining me for Legal Night. All the big cases, we break them down, and Esquire Etiquette. That's tonight at 7. Do one thing this year that changes you forever. Something extraordinary. A bucket list experience with years of memories packed into 10 invigorating days. Join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza in Israel this November. We'll visit over 40 iconic places right from scripture and history. Reserve your spot today when you visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. 
Families across the nation are experiencing the homeschool awakening. Join award-winning actor Kirk Cameron as he dives into the adventures of dynamic American families on a mission to put fun and faith back into learning. Kirk was recently quoted as saying, The pandemic made parents grossly aware of what public schools are teaching our kids. Today's public school systems are not working for us. They're actively working against us. Public education has become public enemy number one, said Cameron. The Homeschool Awakening follows the homeschooling journeys of different families, explores the ins, outs, and the necessity of parents regaining control of their children's education. It provides honest answers to homeschooling's most frequently asked questions. Kirk Cameron presents The Homeschool Awakening, coming to theaters this June for two nights only, Monday, June 13th and Tuesday, June 14th at 7 p.m. local time. For tickets and information, visit thehomeschoolawakening.com. That's thehomeschoolawakening.com. Like AM 970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. AM970TheAnswer.com. Listen to us online at AM970TheAnswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Yeah, Arthur Idala. It's Al Gattulo here. You know, I'm the guy who does the news on the Joe Piscopo show in the morning. You know, I'm uh, like the sidekick, the fat guy, whatever it is. I have that beer show on the weekend. How come I wasn't asked to, to give you a tribute uh, for your 100th show week? I mean, really? Seriously? No, seriously. Honestly. Everybody else on the station has probably done a line in. Nobody asks me. That's all right. I'm insulted a little bit. Just a little bit. No, actually, I'm not. Really. Listen, congratulations, my friend. A hundred show week. This is awesome. Uh, we love having you on on the Arthur Idala Power Hour on AM 970 The Answer. Kudos, my friend. I'm not doing one for 200 shows. That's it. 100 shows. That's it. That's my limit. I don't get paid any more than that. All right? Congrats, my friend. Love you. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. House. What's going on? Brooklyn in the house. They're lining up out the door for you, by the way, just to let you know. All right. I love that. I love that. I love. I I adore Al Gattulo, man. He is. Uh, he's a, a, an interesting character. Uh, Al's got his own set of rules, um, and, but he's he's consistent. That's the thing. That's what I love about Al Gattulo. He's very consistent. You know, some of the frustrations in the courthouse uh, is the lack of consistency. Actually, three all three cases that I argued this week in federal court, uh, in the state lower court, in the state higher court. The thread that wove through all of them was consistency and the lack thereof. But Al, Al Gattulo is a very consistent guy. And let me tell you something. He is a smart dude, so knowledgeable about music, about sports, uh, about beer. beer, about comics and, and the whole like sci-fi world. He's just a great guy. Uh, and 
I will be honest, uh, no disrespect to anyone, but whenever I'm asked to fill in for Joe Piscopo, the first question out of my mouth is, is Gatula going to be there? And he knows it and everyone knows it because I really, really, really enjoy working with him. He's not the, you know, he's, he's, uh, uh, he's got boundaries. They're big boundaries, but as long as you know they're there and you know how to deal with them, uh, you're good. He, his famous, his famous, his famous words are, that's not my role. I was there when Sibelia asked him if he could bring him breakfast. He goes, I'm not bringing you breakfast. That's not my role. But, uh, our next guest, uh, our next guest, in, is it a caller before Frank Sedio? Yeah. Oh, I guess somebody's calling in before we have the Honorable Frank Sedio. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Who am I speaking with today? Hello? Hello, hello. Hello. Hi, Hi this is Arthur. Hello? Hi. Hi, Arthur. It's Alan Roz. Oh, it's your parents? Yeah. Oh, it's the, the, it's the Pelza, it's the Pelva crew. Uh, these, yes. this, this is Joni's mommy and daddy, and they listen to every show, uh, and they, um, they're wonderful. And I get a, a nice email from Al after every show telling me what was good. Occasionally, I hope he tells me what was bad. But thank you so much for making Joni, uh, literally making Joni. And, uh, and thank you for sharing her with us. And thank you for listening and being so supportive. And congrats, congratulations on 100 shows. Well, it's been uh, smooth like gravel, but it's been it's been a lot it's been a lot a lot of fun. And as you guys know, because you're because Joan wears two hats, right? She does the law stuff with us. She does all the behind the scenes, so she's already uploading pictures of me at the appellate division and me at the Supreme Courthouse, and simultaneously she's doing stuff as we speak regarding the radio. And you guys are so supportive on both fronts, so I want to thank you both very much. Oh, thank you for having her. Yeah. Thank you for having her. And when you get a chance, you come to the Friars Club and we'll have uh, some dinner and drinks. How about that? Oh, that's great. Thank you. Have a great night. Have a great All night. All right. From the Idola Power Hour, number one fan club. I guess that you'd have to be number two behind my parents. Although, I think my parents go out more than the uh, the Pelzer couple does. But I just called my parents at home during the commercial break to say a quick hello and tell them, you know, I did well in court and... They're not home. They're out. God bless them. 84. My dad will be in three weeks. My mom's 81. And nope, they're not home on Thursday night at whatever it is, 630. Uh, now do I have Frank Sedio on the line? Yes, you do. All right. Uncle Frank, it's Arthur Idala. How are you, my friend? Arthur, how are you? Cendano. Thank you. 100 years. Well, 100 years, I'd be 100. I don't believe it. Give you 100 years, not 100 shows. Well, here, you know, Frank, here's the deal. You you know about my beautiful little daughter that I'm just over the moon with. And so my plan, and man plans and God laughs, but my plan is if I can make it to 93, I will be at her 40th birthday. If I could do that and I'm in good shape mentally and physically, I'd be a, I'd be a very, very, very wealthy man. Oh, that's great. Well, remember what I said to you uh, once before is, you're going to have a lot of fun as a senior citizen with a teenage daughter. That's <laughs> when I told my buddy Julio, when I told my buddy Julio that Marion was pregnant. We're exactly the same age; we're 14 days apart. I go, Marion's pregnant. He goes, "What's the due date?" I go, "November 17th." He goes, "You're going to be 70 at her sweet 16." I said, "No, I'll be 69." But two weeks before, I'll be after I'll be 70. So I already told Marion we got to have her sweet 16 on her birthday or before. So at least I'm 69 at her sweet 16. Frank, before well, I, I put you I, on, I want to tell you, I'd say you'd have a lot of gray hair, but I'm not sure you have any at all. No, you can give away. Frank, that, let me tell you something. 
It's, at this point, it's the best part about being bald. I'm watching all of my buddies who are my age in their 50s, and who's doing yeah. the great? They're, tr- they're trying to dye their hair. They're doing salt and pepper. They're going all white. I just shave it off, and it's like a nice, easy, <laughs> no, no problem thing. Frank, before I, I bring you on to talk about because you've been on before, just, just give us 60 seconds about your history because it is so unique, uh, your journey through life. Well, first of all, I'm I'm Canarsie in my whole life. My family's been here a hundred years, and the best part of Brooklyn, Canarsie. And we, um, I started here going to all the local public schools. Actually, I went with Curtis Sliwa. My sister went with Curtis Sliwa to PS one fourteen. So I grew up here in Canarsie. I started my first job, believe it or not, as a caretaker, a cleaner, in the New York City Housing Authority in Glenwood Houses, which is enough off my house. Became a cop. Spent a number of years in the police department and then became, uh, I had a great opportunity. I became, uh, I ran all the parades in New York City at one time back in the 70s. But all the biggest events in the city of New York, including the visit of the Pope, which is the reason wow. why if you ever go by St. James Cathedral, you'll see a sign there that says Pope John Paul stopped here. I'm the reason that happened. And that's a true and there's not one ounce of exaggeration on it. I also became the commissioner of special events for the city, quite a few years spending doing that. The commissioner of traffic enforcement, the commissioner of traffic, first assistant commissioner to the uh, Department of Transportation. And that's when I decided in the middle of all that to go to law school uh, at the right old, right old age of 40, graduated at 44 and went out into private practice and began uh, the world that I know it is now. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you remember it, but I mean, you and I met when uh, when I was first coming to attorney and you it just was, started as well 19 it was 1997 i had left uh i had just 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 left the brooklyn da's office and i was running for city council uh in sal albany's district he was running for mayor and i um i um was literally sitting on tony genovese's lap and uh, I was on one. Tony was at the head of the table. I was on one side, and Anthony Weiner, who was the councilman at the time, who was going to run for Congress the following year, was That's on the right, other side. That's right, kissing his ass. And, uh, yeah, uh, we all were. And you were walking around. And you were the president of the Thomas Jefferson Club at the time. That's right. I was also, uh, besides being the president, I was the chairman of the community board. I was on the school board. I became the assemblyman for about eight years. Became a surrogate judge. Went out into private practice again after that. I decided it was too quiet for me and uh, became the head of the Kings County Democratic Party for 10 years. So I had a pretty cool run. Uh, Today, I'm still the Democratic leader in Mara End of the World, and that my favorite place on earth, Canarsie. There you go. And now people uh, who know know things know that you played a very, very significant role in Eric Adams becoming the mayor. Uh, You supported him. Well, actually, I I played a major role in him becoming borough borough president. president. I was able to eliminate all of his competition, and he was the only borough president that year that didn't have a primary. Everybody else had five candidates, eight candidates, three candidates. We had none. Eric walked into that job without having to run a campaign, did the same thing for his second election, and uh, I'm always, I'm proud to say I've heard him more than once say he, I'm the reason that he was able to become the mayor. All right, so and now... Course, my, my favorite guy on earth, uh, the man who's like a son to me, Frank Carone, is now running as chief of staff of the place, and I'm going to be seeing him in about a half hour. Oh, well, give him a kiss on both cheeks. So how, how's Eric Adams doing, Frank Sadio? I think, I think you know, even Michelangelo needed a hammer and a chisel to make a statue. I think considering that the tools he has in his hands and the limitations that he's stuck with, 
I think he's doing an extraordinary job. People can't, you know, we have such a time where we think of instant gratification. This is not a problem you can solve in four or five months or probably not even in a year. It's a gradual need to take care of the reins, get the support you need from the various elected officials, especially the state legislature, and, uh, and, and have people wake up and realize that we all have to help to make this problem go away. And it's not just about crime. It's about all the services that we get from the city. And I think Eric's really mastered this. He's got a good team of people around him. He just needs the time to do it. Well, I, I, Frank, I agree with you. And I know you listen to this show. You're, you're very sweet. You send me text messages. You tell me what you like, what you didn't like. It's great. Um, the biggest criticism I get on this show is people tell me I support Eric Adams too much. But as you know, we both need to support him to make sure he does the best he can for this city. Yeah, what can I tell you? You got a lot of uh, starch Republicans with you. And you know, I'm one of those middle-of-the-road Democrats. I call myself a common-sense Democrat. I'm a rarity in this world today, and I'm probably one of those people who they wish they can get rid of, but I'm not going anyplace. So no, I'll be need, around, guys. You better be around a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank said he'll please, Frank, give uh, Frank Corona a kiss for me on both cheeks. You got it. Look forward to seeing you. You're the best, Eddie. You are the best. All right, folks. Stay tuned. We're going to come back with Carol Alt. Yes, the supermodel Carol Alt, who's in the middle of the Tribeca Film Festival. We'll be right back. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you will save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. This blowout sale of the year will not last. So order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop the My Slippers. The My Slippers are designed to wear indoor and out all day long. Made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. Made with quality leather suede. Remember, for a limited time, you will save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. Order now. 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970 or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use the promo code AM970. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Sponsored by the New York State Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshares. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, well, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group. 
Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare, and the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sounds crazy, right? Well, the crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-889-5566. 800-889-5566. 800-889-5566. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970. The Answer. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. Congratulations, Arthur Idala. It's the Power Hour with Arthur, and it's the 100th show week for the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Congratulations, my friend. Is it an earthquake or simply a shock? It's a little cold porter. Is it that good turtle soup or merely the mock? Alex, what song is this? It is At Long Last joy. Love, written by Cole Porter. What I feel huh? A little Cole Porter, too. So, you know, it's interesting. Piscopo jumps on the show. We, we bang out two Sinatra tunes. That's wonderful. So it is almost 7 o'clock. I am heading to uh, the um, St. Jude's Children's Hospital fundraiser tonight. My buddy Steve Murphy is the chairman of the event, and it's a great place to dump some money um, because, you know, having a ill child is really rough, and they do great, great things, and the money all goes to a great, great place. It is Thursday, June the 9th. Arthur Idola Third is now entering first grade. So is his cousin Gerard. Nicholas graduated Zavarian. He's heading off to Iona. My sister Lori went to her 30-year um, Fordham reunion. I went to my 30-year City University of New York School of Law reunion. Uh, there was another thing in there. Oh, we had a little Brooklyn DA's reunion. Uh, I will tell you, the month of May and June have been great. And I, when I watched the J-Lo documentary last night, a halftime, which is definitely worth a watch when it comes on Netflix, uh, definitely worth a watch, especially towards the end. You kind of get sucked into the halftime show and what it's about and the, the victory of it all. And there's the down part when she doesn't get the Oscar nomination for um, Hustlers. But, you know, she said, I'm 50 years old and I feel so young and rejuvenated and I feel like I, whole, I have my whole life ahead of me. And I will tell you, I don't know if it's me or something else, but I, I feel the exact same way about uh, Ariana coming into my life. That's how I feel now. Alex, do I have anyone else on the line saying hello? You do. You have uh, Carol Alt. The great Carol Alt, the charming, intelligent, charismatic, and overall just wonderful individual, Carol Alt. Hi, Carol. How are you? Oh, Arthur, you make me feel so good about coming on your show all the time. Oh, well, that's How are you? Easy. Congratulations. Thank you very shows. much. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a little, it's a little bit of work. Um, tell us about your night last night. You were in the middle of the Tribeca Film Festival kickoff. I was. I borrowed a Zang toy dress, had an hour of hair and makeup, got in the car, drove up to Tribeca, uh, to uh, the uh, United, the Palace Theater, and I saw that halftime, you know, J-Lo's documentary. And, you know, what a message. 
women everywhere. For immigrants, I mean, we're all immigrants. Somewhere down the line, we all we all got here somehow. But I got to tell you, it was so inspiring. And she's been kicked and been knocked down so many times, and so have I in my business, and I'm sure you have too. So it's inspiring to see somebody who keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. It was just great, and the place wow. was raucous. Electric. I know, I know. It was, it, was, it was really, really wonderful. So, um, Carol, just tell me real quick, because I'm, of course I'm running out of time. What are you up to these days, and where can people find you? Because you're the best. You're so entertaining. I love your, I don't know, is it Tuesday you do your Twitter thing with your shoes? And it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Model Carol also on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, we do Tuesday, Tuesday. We send them over to TikTok. But, I, you know, I'm hoping, Arthur, I promised you when I had my big news to spill, because I'm Still waiting. I know this has been a long time, but COVID has really put things on a slow track. But when I have the news to spill, I promise you will be the first one. But I still had to come on, even if I didn't have any news to tell you today, to just, you know, congratulate you on this. I know how much work it is to do a radio show. I've done podcasts. I've done books. I've done my, my show on Fox. So I understand how much work this is. And you've got a job. You've got a day job. So yeah, a little I really bit. Know. And they're going to St. Jude's tonight, which, you know, we donated off of my brother's, my late great brother's uh, charity when it was open. Um, we donated every year to St. Jude. What a great organization, really. Well, so I, I, I agree. Tonight. All right, Cal. So at least I know we got a date for the future to talk about what you're doing in the yes. future. All right. You yeah. are the best, Carol. Thank you. And you look so gorgeous at the, the Friars Club of gig. You always look gorgeous. And you're just so awesome. And I am privileged to know you. I, I went with Joe and ended up in a million pictures with you. Well, he wasn't happy about that. Aren't I, aren't I lucky? All right, folks. That is the All great right, Carol Alt. We are going to end the show today. Thanks to Alex. Um, thank you, for Joan, for a wonderful, wonderful Thursday send-off if they're a very hard uh, legal week and Sam Bellino and everyone else. Um, Alex, do I have enough time to play Radio Man by Rapid Pulse? We have dedicated the whole next few minutes to that song. So right? when, when I was uh, when I was in the band from when I was 15 to about 25, uh, we wrote a song called Radio Man. It was somewhat modeled after Dave Herman, who was the the morning show guy on um, WNEW FM 102.7. And uh, I would sing it as the front man of Rapid Pulse. Now, what you're about to hear is is 35 years old, something like 32 years old. So roll with it. Go for it. Have a great weekend. Tomorrow, listen to all the Republican candidates. It'll help you figure out who you're voting. See you later. Have a great night. Put me on, put me on. That is Chris Boyle on the lead guitar. Can you see this is me. My station in lights. Kenny Munch on drums. I'm the guy you hear on the radio. Chris Glenn, my best friend on the bass guitar. It's all about the radio. Here we go, folks. Here we go. Don't you know they call me on the radio, radio man. Appropriate song for uh, the end of my hundredth week.
my 100th show. Here we go, here we go. You guys can see how big the smile on my face is right now. Program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.